What you're about to listen to is a Pod Bros exclusive. Age of the Geek, baby. We run the world. I see you shiver with anticipation. Man, what's gotten into you? I'm doing great, and how's everybody doing? It is another Dave's Nerd Compendium, and this week is a nerd book club. Now, I will say it will be a little bit different from the previous nerd book clubs, because I'm doing this one solo. It's mostly because of uh, scheduling constraints, and uh, John Patrick was actually out of town, so he was not able to read the book, but I totally understand he had fun at a con, and hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, and everybody deserves a little vacation, so this time around, it's just me talking about Homeland by R.A. Salvatore. Now, I won't go into too much detail, but I will read the, uh, summary, or plot summary, I should say, that is provided by Wikipedia, and give you a little bit of detail about the book before I start getting into my feelings on it. But before I do that, like always, head on over to Amazon, or Podbro's website, click on the Amazon link, and if you're interested in any of the books that I talk about, or the Nerd Book Club discusses, please feel free to use our Amazon link to purchase your books. Every little bit from your orders comes back and helps us with studio time, equipment, studio rental, all that. Because every little bit helps. And if you really want to help, you can support us on Patreon and you feed bid at least $3 a month. Just $3 a month. You get access to the Pod Bros After Dark shows, which these shows are not safe for work by any stretch of the imagination, and we do a little bit more work on them. They are meticulously gone over to take out any mouth noises, any pops, any just random dead air that you might hear in the normal podcasts, but with Pod Bros After Dark, with backing us on Patreon, you know that your money is going to help us try to make Pod Bros an even bigger and better podcasting network. But enough about that. Enough about that. I do want to say hey to a couple of people out there. I am scheduling interviews with Arthur... Uh, John Corwin of the Underworld series, or Overworld series, I'm trying to uh, iron out a specific date with him, and uh, I am talking with a fellow podcaster, the host of Learn to Code with Me, there we go, Uh, Lauren, she's 
talking about coming on the show sometime in April, if not May. It'll be interesting to talk with her, nerd out about coding and all tech stuff, so keep an eye out for that. I do have uh, the selection for next month's Nerd Book Club, and actually... I drew this book a little bit early, and I've already finished reading it. It's an amazing book. But I will hold off on any judgment on that until next week. But for right now, you know, it's time to roll the bumper. Nerd Compendium Book Club. Nerd <laughs> Compendium Book Club. Hey, we're gonna talk about books. And most of them not on topic. All right, everybody, it is time for the discussion on Homeland by R.A. Salvatore, the first book in the Dark Elf trilogy. Uh, This is a Forgotten Realms novel. So if you don't know what Forgotten Realms is, Forgotten Realms is actually a subsidiary of the Dungeons & Dragons moniker. Now, R.A. Salvatore is the author. And this book was first published December of 1990 from the publisher TSR. So for all those uh, old retro D&D gamers who cut their teeth on the box and up through second edition and advanced Dungeons & Dragons, they know TSR is a publisher for anything D&D. It wasn't until 2000 when Wizards of the Coast Pretty much bottom out. But by Wikipedia, the entire plot summary, and I'll try not to slaughter pronunciations, but I probably will. The book takes pl- the readers to Menzo Berizan, the city of Drow that is Dritz's homeland. From here, the readers followed Dritz on his quest to follow his principles in the crucial and competitive society that is underground homeland where such feelings are threatened. Dritz was born to the 10th house of Menzo Berzan, uh, Draymond Nashiza Berenan more commonly known as the House of Du-Erden. He is a son of Malice, the Du-Erden matron mother and her consort, Du-Erden's weaponsmith and sometimes patron, Zach Nathana. As the third son, Drow cultures demanded that Dritz be sacrificed to the goddess Loth. However, the death of his older brother and the first son, Nelfin, uh, incidentally at the treacherous hand of the second son, uh, Dinan, the battle against House de Ver, which raised uh, Dinor, um, House Duarden, I'll put it that way, to the ninth ranking uh, house in the city during his birth, made him the second son and spared. Being a male, the 
matriarchal drow society, Trits Duerden suffered considerable abuse at the hands of his families, particularly his eldest sister, Brizza. In his first 16 years of life, the first 10 where he spent as a page prince in the care of his sister, Verena, through, though she was far from kind in his later year, Tris would recall some affection from her, stemming, or stemming from the fact that they shared uh, paternal through Zack. As a child, Tritz displayed amazing reflexes and coronation. Coincidentally, Zack was able to persuade Malice that Tritz should become a warrior instead of replacing Nelfian as the house wizard. Thus, at the age of 16, Tritz became or began his weapon training. He began to learn the skills that would lead him to become one of the most formidable uh, swordmen in the Underdark and Theroned. At age 20, he went to the academy, specifically Melee uh, Magartha, um, Mesoberizen's Warrior Academy, where he excelled in his studies despite his resistance and the attempted brainwashing by the masters of the academy. When it was clear that there was none in Dritt's class he could or who could beat him, the masters of the academy matched him against students three years above him. Dritz defeated the class easily. This time at the academy, or his time at the academy would have been perfect by drow standards, except for the graduation ceremony where he disgraced himself by not taking part in a ritual, refusing the advances of two high priestesses, one of them his sister, Verna, and damning Loth. Verna, angered by Dritz's defiance, showed him what happened to those who defied the Spider Queen. She took him to the Dryder Lair. She started to leave him there, but Dritz's mother interfered and saved him from certain death by the Dryders. She threatened to turn Dritz into one of those hideous creatures if she heard of any more defiance from him. He graduated with honors, even though he did not participate in the ceremony. He believed that no one really noticed his absence from the ceremony because the others were wrapped up in the moment. He began patrolling the Underdark with his assigned patrol group. He witnessed firsthand the cruelty of his race show the other races in the Underdark. No long, or not long after graduating, he took part in a surface raid in which he saved the life of a child the most bitter enemy of the drow, the surface elf, by hiding her body underneath the corpses of her murdered mother. Zack, having similar morals to Dritz, believed that he killed the child, but Loth knew he allowed the child to survive, and the house Duerden fell out of the Spider Queen's favor. Zack feared that Dritz had succumbed to the evil ways of the drow, fought with and was told the truth of 
or told the truth of the matter by his son. Upon hearing, Dritz say that he had no part in the murder of the surface salts, Zack became ecstatic and revealed that Dritz was indeed his son. They played to escape House Stewart and live in the caves of the Underdark. Unfortunately, Matron Malice and her daughters, in a bid to find out why Stuart was no longer in Loth's favor, were watching. They knew that the only way to rectify the situation was to offer Dritz up as a sacrifice to Loth. Malice informed Zack of the plan to sacrifice their son. And to stop it from happening, Zack offered himself to replace Dritz. This was Melissa's intention all along. She believed that once Zack was dead, that Dritz would begin behaving like a proper drow noble. It would take the position as weapon master with pride. When Dritz learned of his father's demise, he confronted Matron Malice. She told him cruelly and with much delight that Zack had been sacrificed to Loth in order to regain the Spider Queen's favor. She told Dritz that she or he was to serve as a house new weapon master. Dritz refused outright and using one of Zack's weapons, an exploding ball of light escaped to the Underdark. Now, this was a first book, and I will say it was very dry to get into. Very dry. The first chapter, you just hear of this onslaught attack at the Academy. You hear the attack on the... um, I'm looking through this summary to find uh, the DeVere house. You hear about the murder of the first son, and it it starts off very dry. You find out that it is a very female-driven society. And at the time, or at this understanding of drow culture, because this was the first real drow-centered book in any D&D history, you really didn't know much about it, but here you find out it is a very predominantly female-driven society. And the way priestesses and the matron mother were so wrapped up in their single got it was astonishing. Unlike the other books, Ready Player One, Stormfront, and Hounded, This book wasn't written in the first person. This book was written in a third-person narrative, independent of everybody. But its main character and main focal point was Dritz. It was amazing how this was written. Now, granted, this is a first book of the first trilogy of books. And it's known as the Dark Elf Trilogy. The trilogy that precedes it is the Icewind Dale Trilogy, also written by R.A. Salvatore. 
And this book is followed by Exile because when Dritz leaves, just outright packs up his crap and leaves. He's personally and willingly exiling himself from the drow community. You don't see this happen, but he's like, I'm out, see ya, done, Bye bye Now, granted, I read this book, and I've read other books in this series, and I've started to read this book, I put it down, forgot about it, started over, read a little bit of it, put it down, Took me a while to get into it. I actually stopped reading it and started listening to the audiobook of it. And although the audiobook wasn't much better, I had to listen to it on uh, one and a half speed. But you really get a lot of political jargon in it. It's a very political book. It's the best way to compare it is this is the fantasy version of War and Peace in my opinion I've read War and Peace willingly it's a decent book I actually own a copy of War and Peace it's very military strategic heavy although this book Homeland isn't really military strategic heavy. It is a very politically favored book because you're dealing with a matron mother, the queen, a society where men are looked as pretty much just bio donors and sex slaves. Lack of a better term. They are nothing more than sex slaves. They have a purpose. Protect the house. Produce children. Other than that, women rule the world. And in some people's minds, that's not bad. That's actually thought-worthy. That's actually provocative enough. But... To Dritz, he's like, no, I, I can't be like this. I can't worship a god who wants me to kill for no apparent reason. I'll kill for self-protection. I'll kill for self-preservation. I'll kill to protect people I love. But I will not just go and kill for killing sake. And while this is happening... The sole surviving member from House Devere is hunting down and trying to kill Dritz. And he winds up killing him in self-defense. He gets a panther out of it. Well, not a live panther. It's a magical panther figurine, which summons a panther to him. And He's used this panther to go out on patrols with. He's become friendly with this panther. 
This panther set out to execute him. Execute Dritz. And Dritz pretty much confronts it and uses the skill that is known as wild empathy. Although it's with a summoning creature, uses wild empathy and calms the panther from attacking him. And it becomes his friend. It becomes his traveling companion. It, his familiar or animal companion, if you will. And that's the start of what turns Stritz into being pretty much referred to as a ranger because he's the first melee fighter that uses wild empathy to bring something to his aid. So that was a cool feature about it. The book itself, on a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a solid 6. Although, if you're not really into a lot of politics, it drops it down to a 5. But it is still a good read, and a very entertaining read. If you have ever played a Forgotten Realms game, if you've ever played a D&D game and dealt with a bunch of drow attacking you, this is a type of book that gives you a little bit of backstory and a little bit of information on why drows are just pricks. Lack of a better term, they're pricks. But, yeah, that's my thoughts and my opinions and my feelings on Homelinken. It was a good book. R.A. Salvatore is a great author. You can't deny R.A. Salvatore his kudos. But it's not really my type of book, although it was good. And I do love fantasy. Not real big on heavily political books. That's one reason why I have stopped reading the Game of Thrones books. But on to what next month's book will be. It's actually going to be a two-part uh, Nerd Compendium book club. We're doing two books next month. Why? Because I've already read one book and it was actually selected, but I want to be fair and actually sit and read another one. So the first book is The Way of Shadows by Brent Weeks, the first book in the Night Angel trilogy. And the second book is Catalyst, a Rogue One story. So we're dealing with a fantasy book and a sci-fi book. Two books in one month. Can we do this? Can we make it happen? I think we can. And hopefully I can get John Patrick to join me because I know John would love to talk about a Star Wars book, especially one that got turned into a movie. We can pretty much... uh, I think we could talk Rogue One without saying spoilers because it's been over a few months since it came out so everybody should have seen Rogue One by now but I'll talk with him about it 
But yeah, that's it, folks. That's your Nerdpedia Book Club. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the book that was read, or the two books that are up for the month of April, please question or email, tweet, or post on the Facebook page. And if you have any suggestions, feel free to write them down and let me know. But you know what? That's it. I'm getting over being sick, and I think I'm going to curl up and start reading Catalyst, a Rogue One story, since I've already finished uh, The Way of the Shadow. And I will say it is a great book. All right, time for some housekeeping. As always, you can find me on Podbros Network, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. But you can also find me on Twitter at DaveTheNerd underscore TNC. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave's Nerd Compendium. All one word, no apostrophes. You can also go to DaveNC.com and find everything there. Find everything on podbros.com in the Dave the Nerd section. I have a YouTube channel. Just search Dave the Nerd. And I'll do like unboxings and I might do like a movie review or something on there just to give a little bit of content. And don't forget while you're on iTunes at Stitcher to rate the show five stars, thumbs up, whatever they take. And if you write a review, I can... Read it, and then focus the show to be more about what you want to hear. So, with all that being said, thank you ever so kindly. And, as always, and if you need a man, find a nerd. (gasps) Overload. Pleasure overload. Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.